When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Susie Hunter, and look who we've got here. I'm Brennan Vogt, and gosh darn it, Susie, we got one. We got one. Human air horn, Brendan Vote, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Yeah, I was getting. You know what? It was a long series down in San Diego for sure, but at least the Rockies didn't have their first ever five game sweep. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, Has anyone ever been swept in five games? Uh,. I mean, no. five-game series are pretty rare in general. Exceedingly rare. It'd be a pretty yeah. tough draw. Um, glad to avoid that one. Mm-hmm. And it just feel, just for this sliver of time, just for this brief moment in time, Susie, we're winners here today on the DNVR Rockies podcast. Yes, we haven't had a winner's lounge in a while. Let's first start off by acknowledging the king of the game, Ryan McMahon. Ryan McMahon had a piece of pretty much everything going on today two for three we hit a home run two rbi or three rbi rather he walked he had a double so good on you ryan mcmahon also special shout out to our prince of the game sam hilliard (laughs) that's right our dark prince of the game our dark prince we've kind of been talking about this like off air anecdotally but sam hilliard seems different now that he's back with the Rockies again a little darker darker very good (laughs) including including a home run robbery early in the game that pretty it Kyle Freeland was wowed and I love the reaction gifts that we've seen because you can see him saying wow 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 but you could also see him saying a couple of other things that are not words. I actually didn't I've, I've never seen a grown man earnestly mouth the words that he mouthed uh, which is awesome. How someone fact check for me in the chat. I got to figure out how tall that wall is because he made it look mm. short. Uh, what an athletic play. What a grab looked a little painful, but honestly, that was a moment where you're, you're this close to going, honestly, the ball's in the air and you're thinking, here we go again. I mean, but he's that, a tall, he's a tall guy. And he he can jump. Dude. He's so athletic. He is so good in that outfield. Um, so yeah, he, what a great robbery. And, oh, it was so uh, clean. Sometimes oh. it's just the glove or you're like, would that have been a homer? Or, 
whatever. Like they jumped only so high. That was a straight up robbery. Top mm-hmm. 10 material. Got me up off my couch, Susie Hunter. Not easy oh to do. Oh my god! Oh, you got off the couch. This is yeah, huge that's news. Right. Two hands in the air. Can we get an air horn? <laughs> For Brendan vote off the couch, ladies and gentlemen. No, this was this was a fun one for sure. Rocky's got tacos for the first time in gosh, a long time. I was getting a little nervous that we'd never ever see tacos <laughs> again, but we did. Um yeah, Brendan, favorite moments of this this most recent victory. Yeah, I mean the home run robbery is actually it for me, just because it mm-hmm. was so close to going south. Um, even even small ones, that clutch little double play in the eighth, just because it's so close. You're just thinking fingers crossed. But I mean, ultimately, the way Rymac stepped up today is uh, it's just great. I mean, he's a guy who's obviously when you talk about whatever that core is that the front office seems to believe in, he's a piece of it, and you want to see him playing well. Uh, he feels as much as not a rental, but a real Colorado Rocky as anyone. And and mm-hmm. uh, just look, he's a very aesthetically pleasing player when he gets it all and lines it all up. And uh, he did today. It was awesome. For sure. Uh, another, we need to also shout out Jose Iglesias. He yes. had an RBI double in the fifth, but he also uh, had two RBI in this game today. Uh, Brian Servin had three hits. So the boys were just, they were clicking. And good for Brian Servin, who hasn't had a lot of luck at the plate, but he's put good at bats together. He's had good hacks. He's even had some loud outs to see him. Baseball is such a ridiculous game. Um, to see, to see, the <laughs> isn't ball, it? <laughs> to, to see him get get some luck and the ball bounces away. Three for three today, or, or or was it three for four? I didn't. I don't know how many at bats he had, but three hits. Um, good for him to put it all together and and. I really find myself rooting for Brian. I really do. Maybe it's just because yeah. I watched his debut, but every time he does well, I a uh, little twinkle in my eye, Suze. You know, yeah, he had such a such a fun debut week. You know, he really he did. did cut off to such a good start, and he's such a nice kid too, and he's such a personality. So, like, you can't not root for him. That's right. <laughs> you can't not um yeah lots of fun um of course the game kind of tried it started to backslide a little bit uh a a Juan Soto triple in the sixth both Blackman and Daza were right there to catch it and neither of them did so it felt like a little bit of a metaphor for what we see sometimes (laughs) classic Rockies for sure um both of them could have made that catch easily neither of them did and then immediately after Josh Bell had his first RBI as a Padre with a single that ended a Freeland's shutout. But um, yeah, could have, could have been worse for sure. Could have been worse. The Rockies kept it together. Yeah. Yeah. The lose all wheels always feel loose at this point, uh, but they didn't fall off. Nola knocks out Freeland there next, right? It's Mm -hmm. a six, two, an interesting day for Freeland who, on one hand, right, seven strikeouts and five and two. Like, all right, he had his stuff. On the other, lot four walks, a lot of hits. You know, if you look at the at the uh, baseball savant numbers, the spin rates down, the velos down on every single one of his pitches. So, despite those seven strikeouts, he actually had a battle today. It wasn't an easy one, but he did just enough, and that's your job as a starting pitcher. Uh, kept kept it to look. They they had plenty of runs uh, today. 
but keeping it to two through five and two thirds when you don't really have your best stuff. That's what it's all about. You got to battle through those starts and, and Kyle did today. Yeah. He threw a lot of pitches too. almost made it through six, five and two thirds innings, um, which according to Patrick standards disqualifies him from King of the game. <laughs> That's right. You got to hit six innings, but six once innings. you do, you're automatically in there. You're automatically in there. We, we love to roast Patrick. Of course, it's more fun to do it to his face. He will be joining us in a little bit, but as you know, he is in San Diego. So sure he is um, capturing all of those post-game interviews right now. He's going to check in with us and we want to hear about the rest of his trip to San Diego too, because I'm sure um, a lot of emotions. It's a beautiful place, but the Rockies let us down during the trade deadline. Wasn't the best series on the road, but yeah, I'm excited to check in with Patrick later. Me too. Patrick's the best. And I'm looking forward to how he manages to make me uncomfortable in a way that I haven't predicted yet. And there's that's the fun part about hanging out with Patrick. <laughs> he pushes those boundaries. He really does. He really does. I'm excited to to hear from him. It was funny when we um I spoke to him during the game a little bit, and he was like, "Oh, we got to talk about the energy there last night. Like the vibes were just unreal." I'm like, "Whose vibes? Whose vibes were unreal?" <laughs> yeah. He was like, "The the Padres. There were so many Padres fans there for Juan Soto's big debut as a Padre." I was like, "Oh, their vibes, their not vibes. our vibes. Their oh, vibes." Boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Who? Who had him? Did I I watch the wrong series? What's going on? What did I watch last night? What have I been watching? I'm like, who was in a good mood after this? Padres fans. That's right. Padres fans. Not tonight, baby. Not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. Um, But, yeah, it was good to get one of five out in San Diego. Um, And, of course, the Rockies avoided the five-game sweep which has never happened which has never happened to them um yeah let's recap the wednesday night game too uh that was a blowout on the other end uh that game got off to a rough start with a drury grand slam off of cool that's the thing i was just reading about that trade about an hour ago yeah. Just the whole, obviously I knew about the trade, but the whole breakdown, you see all the players coming back from the various trades, I should say. And it's okay. They got one Soto, but man, they did a lot more than that. They added a lot of quality winning players. And of course it was the Colorado Rockies directly in their path. Right. You know, but yeah. um, and by the way, that was jury again, that uh, Hilliard stole that one from today. Correct. That- I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So he probably thought he had another one and he didn't. Um, the Padres um, PR department, the people who put together their game notes, put together a really great timeline. I should have sent this in to our graphics team, but they have a whole timeline of everything that happened uh, before the trade deadline. August 1st, 1230 Pacific time. They got Josh Hader and they gave up Taylor Rogers, Robert Gasser, uh, Denelson Lamette, and Estuary Ruiz. August 2nd, they get Juan Soto and Josh Bell. They give up Luke Voigt, CJ Abrams, Robert Hassel III, Mackenzie Gore, James Wood, and Charlin Susanna. And then on the 2nd, later, less than an hour from then, Brandon Drury, they received in exchange for Victor Acosta, 
August 2nd, less than an hour after that. So, like, within three hours, they had, like, or within two hours, rather, they had so many trades. Um, that was when they gave up, or they, rather, they got Jay Groom, left-handed pitcher, gave up Hosmer, Max Ferguson, Corey Rosier, and cash considerations to the Red Sox. And then they had one more at four o'clock Pacific did the, time. Did the Rockies send you a packet detailing all of their deadline activity? They did. It was yeah. a blank post-it note. It was a blank email. It's a blank email. Um, so yeah, they made a ton of trades. Um, they did so much. We're going to get into some of our, our favorites. Um, but yeah. Susie, would you like time. an ad read? Would you like an ad I read? Think, you know what? I think we need to hear from the people who keep the lights on. Would you oh. Would you like to do the honors? Yeah, I would. Because speaking of lights, Susie, I have the honor of pushing Light Shade Dispensary. Colorado yes! Premier Dispensary right now with promo code DNVR. You get 25% off each purchase. Not the first time, not the second time. Every time you go in, 25% off all non-sale items. That is an insanely good deal. They have 11 convenient convenient Denver Metro and Aurora locations, including that big Barnum location now, uh, one block off 6th and Federal. That's their biggest one. They've got all the products, but there's great product in all of their locations. And again, podcast listeners can get 25% off non-sale items with code DNVR. You can shop online. That's fine. But I personally prefer to do my cannabis shopping in person. It's not something I just do uh like shooting from the hip or willy-nilly there's a particular experience i'm after in recreational marijuana and when i speak to my bud tender susie that's how i'm able to find out what they've got in stock what it can do for me so head into light shade use promo code dnvr in person get 25 percent off that order every single time and while we're talking about just sweet sweet deals uh for for the denverites for the coloradans Oh, I can't find it. I found it. Evoca TV. It gets the people going. It gets the local teams on your TV. Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet, NFL Network. You don't have to worry about bickering between billionaires or blackouts. Get the most regional sports for less with the lowest price for sports in Colorado, all in crystal clear HD while using less bandwidth. How do you do it? You use Ibaka TV. It's only $25 a month plus $5 receiver fee. Right now, Colorado sports fans can get $10 off per month for your first three months. To score that deal, you go to Ibaka.tv slash Colorado 10. That's Ivaca.tv slash Colorado 10. Change your life. Get Colorado sports back in your life. I think that you deserve it. I think so, too. I think so, too. I deserve it for sure. You do, Susie. All right. So uh, lots of big moments this week. Brendan, did you have any highlights, any trade deadline highlights that happened around Major League Baseball. I know I have some of my favorites that have nothing to do with the Rockies or anyone in the NLS whatsoever. Yeah, there's, I mean, we did the Padres level already, and frankly, we've done it all week, and I'm sure everyone's tired of hearing it. Yeah. Uh, how about the local team? How about the Phillies? Getting Noah Syndergaard, oh! David Robertson, Edmundo Sosa. Some quality pickups for the Phillies, Susie, and being as tiny bit overlooked as we all fawn over those San Diego fathers. You know what? Yeah, thank you for bringing this up because there were definitely some 
some great moments for the Phillies there. I am sad that Didi Gregorius got released mm. today. Um, he's a great dude for sure. But yeah, I was super surprised to see Noah Syndergaard come to Philly. That's where I am this week, by the way, in case anyone was wondering if that didn't make sense. Yes. The hometown team. I'm in Philly for my sister's baby shower. But What's it like when you got back to Philly, did you instantly get more sad and angry inside or does that sort of happen slowly? I don't get more sad. I just get angry. Just angry. A little more fire. I'm not even kidding. Every time I get to the Philadelphia International Airport, like something happens when Mm -hmm. I get off the plane Mm -hmm. where I immediately want to get into a fight. That's right. Yeah. It's just like the energy changes. Yeah. The Colorado (laughs) gloves come off. I'm ready to yell at someone for standing in line too long. You know what? You're standing weird. Stop doing that. That's right. I'm trying to get a coffee. Stop talking on the phone. Yeah. That's my energy. Exactly. Um, Mickey Moniak, who was the star first round draft pick for the Phillies just a couple of years ago, went to the Angels and said some stuff about how he feels like he didn't get a chance with the Phillies. So I'm curious to see if he feels like he will have that chance. Mm. With the Angels. Um, One of my favorite trades that I saw, Trey Mancini to the Astros. Mm. So, um, first of all, good for him in general. I mean, a great story. That's a guy with a great story um, who you want to see win. And, you know, this probably isn't the Orioles year, even though they are surprising us a little bit. But also, I think the real winner in this is the Astros because I think they can use every likable person mm. they can get their hands that's on. A good ta- that's a great take. That's, I think, <laughs> the biggest thing, and I mean it absolutely unironically. Um, I, uh, yeah, good for them. Because it's going to be really hard to boo the Astros. It's like, oh, but you can't, you can't boo Trey Mancini. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> you can't <point>. boo him. <laughs> a tough spot for the Orioles, by the way. Kind of no man's land. Like, not a bad team, but what were they going to do? Uh, that's pretty tough. I'm going to stick with my Philadelphia theme, Susie, because uh, I, I, I'm listen. I didn't find this fact. I'm pulling this fact. Philly's got 11 games left against the Nationals this this season. The Nationals are not a very good ball club anymore. So no, I don't think anyone does. Anyone work there anymore? No, <laughs> it's an empty <laughs> park. Fans show up, throw wiffle balls out on the field, just get some hot dogs. Whoever uh, shows yeah. up to the park first gets to play on the team. That's that's also in the new CBA. I got, I got, I got Philly as some just generally underrated winners of this time of year, and that's good. They could use some wins, considering they just keep losing MVP races and stuff, and it's like tough for them over there, generally oh. as sports fans. Um, so good for them. Okay, Nuggets, Nuggets Nation, pipe down over there. <laughs> Two time. My sister and her husband are huge Sixers fans, so if they hear you, they will actually come up. We can up turn this to... into a basketball podcast right now, but I don't I'll know. I'll try if that's to fight you. I don't know if that's what your audience is looking for, but I'll do it. It's I'll actually it. really funny. So my sister's expecting a baby, and th- if they've thought of a name, they haven't told us. So, like anecdotally, I called the baby Embiid Friesman. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> because Not bad. I feel like maybe maybe they will name name their baby after Joel Embiid. <laughs> Also, it's got a nice ring to it. Another trade I thought that was super interesting. We're going to reel it back in and bring it back to baseball. Um, Whit Merrifield of the Royals traded to the Blue Jays. Mm. But just last month, he couldn't travel to Canada with the Royals because he wasn't vaccinated. But now apparently he is saying that he is and he will meet up with the team team very soon. Um, So I guess 
because he is heading to a contender. He has decided to get vaccinated. But you have to be two weeks fully vaccinated. So I'm curious as to when he got those shots. We'll never know. <laughs> and I kind of, there's just a, a sliding scale of convenience for some of these athletes. Oh, it's convenient enough now. I shall take it. I do want to win after all. Yes. Uh, but I'm, gl- I'm glad he got it. Um, oh, there was another trade that I get. I would say that I liked, but I don't like the way it worked out. Okay. I, I like a team taking a flyer on Joey Gallo. I don't think he's as poor a hitter as he's been, mm-hmm. but I don't like that it's the Dodgers because I feel like it's going to work out. And as I've said <laughs> seven times in the last week, I hate them. It's a bias. It's personal. Um, it's personal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I don't like that team. So that's that. I know. If there's a place he's going to figure it out, it's going to be with the Dodgers. Ugh. I felt really bad hearing him talk about his time in New York while he was still in New York, talking about how he let everyone down, how it didn't work out. It's like, bro, you haven't been traded anywhere yet. I, I mean, like, I know you know it's coming, but, like, it made me so sad. I felt I felt so bad for him. I'm like, so many guys wanna... having crazy seasons over there right now, too, yeah. and he just couldn't put it all there. And listen, they're they're it's an impatient fan base yeah you're not as good as they thought you'd be they'll let you know real fast so it's Mm -hmm. not easy yeah i feel for him i know he's got i'm sure he's crying all the way to the bank but yeah he'll be all right but he'll be okay but like you know when you're at that level you don't want to be the worst one on the team sure of course poor guy poor guy um listen we're gonna bring it back to the padres because juan soto had to make a trade of his own to get his number 22 on the Padres. Um, Mm. So he had to give it up to one of the relief pitchers who was already wearing 22. The guy asked for a boat. Juan Soto was like, no, I'll give you a nice watch. He asked for a boat. That's fucking awesome. He wanted a boat. (laughs) Next time any of my friends or coworkers need anything, that's my price. Do you, do you have a boat? Do you have, I'll help you move in exchange for a sailboat. Hey, vote! Can you fill in on the DNVR Rocky show? Yeah, I need a boat. Yeah, that's exactly Patrick. That's my asking price. Uh, yeah, you're right, James. We know, which is why we're just we're just lapping it up tonight. Okay, we're just soaking in the yes. vibes while they're here. Soaking in the vibes while we have them. But yeah, James. Um, James let me get a positive comment from you. What was your favorite part of the game today? What was your yeah, James. Part? If you're still with us, James. We know, he, you know what? James watches. I know oh, James I, watches. I know James know? is a homie. That's why I'm challenging him to enjoy with us, you know? James is a homie. Let's get after it. Um, in the meantime, we've got some real, uh, the boat will be called the Yacht. Yacht. Yeah, oh, yeah. for Yaya. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Also, shout out, yeah, to our super producer, Yaya. Yeah, here. Well, sorry for missing like the last party of the summer, James, but it was a fun time. It was a fun time. One of those it rare, it went well from virtually start to finish. Mm-hmm. Kind of going. I am so curious to check in with Patrick. So I wonder where he is. I mean, we'll see him eventually, but um, yeah. This won't be a when does he think the third segment starts? That's right. <laughs> I had Wait, so much attitude. Um, Oh, you know what? Do you have memes? We've got memes. We've got memes. We've got memes. This will be the last time we talk about the Rockies trade deadline blunders. I promise. 
we won't do it again because this is just the last, the last hurrah. So yeah, here put together some memes for us, some of our favorite. If, if these aren't funny out here, I'm blaming you personally. Yes, blame him. Definitely not anyone else. Not the person who handpicked it. Not the person who handpicked him. Don't do that. That'd be terrible. All right. Rockies fans at every deadline. I expect nothing, and I'm still let down. It's perfect this year because Patrick spent all week saying, like, look, I don't think they're going to do anything. Maybe two players. And then it was zero. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Tough stuff. Tough stuff. Next one. Um, uh, Vic Vela, one of our faves, friend of the show. Here's an updated look at the Rockies moves at the trade deadline. It's a, we love a SpongeBob meme. We love a SpongeBob meme. Vic is a big old list. Vic's real internet savvy. You know, he is. He's he's a sneaky memester, that fella. Yo, he is is a sneaky memester. (laughs) Let's go. Sorry for saying that sentence. A sneaky memester. <laughs> um, this one is actually one of my favorites because I love possums. <laughs> yes, the Rockies, every trade deadline. Don't touch my garbage. <laughs> Susie, this is the middle of your Venn diagram. <laughs> Rockies Based. meme and possums. That's as, right. I don't know. Do the people who watch this know that I love possums? <laughs> I, if they follow you on Twitter, they do. Um, I My phone background is a possum right now. What, what's up keep, with that? You just think they're cute, or they're, I think they're so cute and they're so underrated as animals. They do so much good in this world. Underrated. They're underrated. They do. They're very charitable. Okay, charitable. They donate to charity every year. Okay, ten percent of their income. <laughs> these are these are possum facts. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see the next one. Rocky's front office. The last two trade <laughs> deadlines. do you get it Susie? it's almost like they weren't working (laughs) i like to think that like they wrote it on the calendar wrong like oh no that was that was today (laughs) oh man there's a a prominent uh nba analyst front office kind of capologist insider named bobby marks who recently admitted on tv that he once went through an entire nba draft not realizing that they didn't have the phone plugged in to make trades uh why one would admit that out loud on television i don't know but he did and so maybe that's what happened let's give bill schmidt some like you know a little leniency here oh no oh that hurts all right we got this one already are we out Um, oh Let's see. The Rockies are in a position where they will compete for the plays and should rebuild. But last year they didn't trade Story and Gray at the deadline, and this year they're repeating it with Bard and Crone. Now, why would they do that? that? Oh, Brian Windhorse. The thing <laughs> is, as much as it seemed like he was saying nothing, Brian Windhorse was actually saying something about the Utah Jazz, and then they went out and they did it. They did rebuild. The Rockies. <laughs> They've just left us all with two fingers in the air, a nose pointed towards the sky. Who's to say? Who's to say? You know, oh, we got one more. Uh, It's that time of year again, my friends. Don't let it get you down. Great assets (laughs) in lost season or draw 25. Love an Uno meme. Uh, Love an Uno meme from Skylar Timmons. This is funny. (laughs) Hey, if we can't wallow together. 
This is what this is what Adam likes to say on the on the Nuggets pod. We suffer together, don't we, Susie? How, how much do you guys suffer? Uh, more than you think. It's been a rough calendar year, but we're expecting <laughs> to do a little more partying this time around. Oh my god! Yeah, you guys have some really good stuff coming up. Not gonna lie, <clears throat> we're very excited. Uh, have you guys announced the fun stuff that you're doing yet? Yes, the Serbia trip that's out there. Okay. Uh, okay. August 19th through the 25th will be across the pond, kicking it with our homies. Uh, and we're very, very excited. We'll be bringing some content too, lots of content on that trip. So We love content. Speaking of content, do you want to shout out some more of the people who help make DNVR possible for viewers like you? Yeah, well, one thing that I didn't know when I moved to Colorado, and you may not know this, whether you're a native or transplant, but Rugby Town USA, it's right here in Colorado, Glendale, strong and thriving rugby culture and the local club the american raptors are a crossover club composed of athletes who have excelled in other sports now they're coming together to test their hand at rugby they finished five and five at their first season looking to improve and it's a lot of fun to watch the best thing about watching those games they are free susie that's right free.com free 99 head over to americanraptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season if you can't make the game americanraptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website so check that out as well if you don't know anything about rugby if you know a lot about rugby and you wish that we covered it at dnvr well you should know that we do the dnvr rugby podcast weekly pod hosted by colton strickler uh, some of you are familiar by now. I love this pod. He does a great job. I don't know much about the game. I know he has to appeal to the fans, but I feel like he's teaching me. Whenever I hop on, whenever I tune in, you should do the same. The DNVR Rugby Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Good stuff. Love the rugby pod. Colton's the man. Have you met Colton? I've never met Colton. Colton's a good time. You'll meet him eventually. One of these days. One of these days, for sure. Uh, Patrick is going to be joining us any no minute kidding. now. What do we think? Uh, well, I guess he'll have dry hair because he just did a baseball game. I'm trying to make predictions about what it'll look like. <laughs> was it yesterday that he showed up with wet hair or was that? Yeah. That, that was yesterday, like the, yeah. The Northman? Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, he's hilarious. He he's is truly hilarious. Um, yo, I got to say, shout out to everyone in the chat who has made the conversation pop in today. They're absolutely popping. A lot of people like to label themselves diehards, but I think if you're if you're still kicking it with the Rockies on August 4th and with the DNVR Rockies pod, you've earned that. You have earned that. Throw that bumper sticker on your car. You're a diehard for <laughs> sure. Um, Yo, we got that on a shirt somewhere. I have a shirt. It's very soft. That's right. Shout out D line. Um, you know, also another thing, so Patrick mentioned this to me about Petco, uh, they have a canine promotion where if the Padres strike out nine, do you get it? Nine Ks, canine. I, did, I, get a, I didn't, but I do now. Pets get a free toy with an eligible purchase, whatever that means. But your pets get a toy when the, when the Padres strike out nine. That's, That's a really good good deal that's actually pretty clever i knew we were gonna get a hat i knew we were gonna get a hat from pat oh we see him hopping in right now he is at petco park he's probably on his phone i can't wait to hear what he has to tell us there he is patrick what is up how are you doing what's up gang doing all right doing okay rocky's got a win today much needed win was uh, 
incredibly rough start to the home trip, but Black even basically said that they, they needed one here today, uh, and they got one uh, out of their opening day starter, Kyle Freeland, with the win. So that was uh, that was nice to see. So they avoided a first of its kind five-game sweep. It was only the third. I'm sure you already mentioned it. Only the third time in franchise history they played a five-game series. Like three and two and two and three. I don't know if, if any team has ever been swept in a five-game series. That's what but, I, I wanted uh, to know. Have it, you don't it know. It wasn't the Rockies, and it wasn't this week. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters, honestly. That's all we can ask for. <laughs> By the way, what do we call a patty stat that even Patrick doesn't know? That's just like a shadow stat? That's really – I don't know if I'm even going to find that on Google if Patrick doesn't know. Brutal delay. Absolutely brutal. brutal delay. Yeah, this is killing me. Um, yeah, Very so much. All right, I'll just go ahead and start talking because I'm sure you can hear me at least somewhat. We can uh, hear post-game. you well. Yeah, that's good. Uh, better you can hear me than see me. You're not missing out anything on the visuals, so that's good. Uh, if Freeland, uh, you know, Freeland, th- we've had a lot of these kind of starts where you say, oh man, that was a gritty performance. Like, man, he was able to kind of grind through it, and, and that's fine. I mean, he, he got it done, he was effective in that way, he did walk four. Um, but through 113 pitches is most since 2019. So it was out there for a while. And he did it with a fractured nail, you know, uh, first inning uh, slider to, to Machado. And, you know, they managed it as well as possible. Uh, asked him if, you know, is this going to take him out maybe for his next start, but didn't really seem too worried. It didn't answer directly, but it, honestly, these kind of things, you know, happen a lot. So I, I think they're going to manage it as, as best as possible. So uh, we'll probably see him make that next start back at home against Nolan Arenado and the St. Louis Cardinals. So uh, he was doing okay with that. And uh, Sam Hilliard, too. Another one of those big stories said probably uh, the best catch he's made in the majors. So that was uh, really nice. It was uh, not one of those scary outfield catches where you you hit a wall and you think something could be wrong. He kind of hit it nice and flush with his back perfectly to the mat. So uh, that was great. He's a big, strong guy anyway. So obviously he's going to be able to uh, deal with that and uh, and Ryan McMahon, you know, the DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game, two for three, double, homer, three RBI, a walk, and uh, was part of two double plays there at second base, his first time getting back there. I'm going to say all season long. I don't think he's had to play second base uh, in, in any capacity. Third base is his position. Second base is Brendan Rodgers' position, period. End of discussion. Here we are now at the final two months of the season. What are going to be those storylines? Elias Montero is going to get an opportunity. Bud Black said it ahead of Wednesday's game. And so you saw Montero at third base, Ryan McMahon at second base, you know, before the series, Bud sat down and, and talked with McMahon to try to just get him to calm down all through all season long. It seems like he's really been pressing a little bit and trying to, to earn that contract here and right off the bat in the first season. Uh, and obviously you can't do that and you're gonna make mistakes in doing that. So in a weird way, I sort of think, you know, him playing second base today really simplified things. You know, he, he's, he's, thinking more about the defensive side of the, of the spectrum. He just said he had fun just being back over there on second base, being in the action more, you know, guys coming in from first base on those six, four, three double plays there uh, with Hampson. Uh, he had Iglesias still in the lineup at DH, you know, they, they need his bat in the lineup. So uh, he wasn't out there at shortstop, but uh, he was uh, DHing batting second. So uh, McMahon was able to have fun doing that. You're still able to keep Montero in the lineup uh, and everyone was okay from that perspective. So, uh, but Black pushed all the right buttons and it ended up working well today. Yeah, Patrick, I want to hear more about what Buddy said about Montero because I know that is a guy that people are frustrated 
that we Rockies fans don't get to see on a regular basis. So uh, we're going to see more of him. What else did he say about this? Well, first he said, uh, don't hold me to this. And, uh, you know, don't, don't quote me exactly. But it was just, you know, yeah, they they were going to give him a lot more opportunities because he's, he's proven in that AAA. So uh, there's really nothing else that he can get. I think there, you know, there is some, some value, some. How much? You know, not a, not a ton. But there is some value in, you know, being a young player and sitting on the bench for a little bit, seeing how other guys uh, at the big league level, you know, do things and, and how they operate and work with coaches on different drills. He's gotten really close with Stu Cole, uh, doing, taking those ground ball drills alongside Brendan Rodgers. And we've seen how that's helped Rodgers' defense. So uh, you can only do that for so long before it's, you know, he, he just needs that bats. He needs reps. And so now's that, that perfect time. Uh, it'll be difficult. It'll be challenging. Uh, as I said, McMahon's at third base. Rogers is at second. Crone is at first base. Charlie is typically your DH. So, you know, maybe you're going to see D, uh, Charlie in, in right field a little bit more. And, and hopefully we don't have those gaffes like we had today uh, with that quote unquote triple falling in between Blackman and Daza. He, I got, he hit it. It, no, hard off I got the bat. it. He hit it hard off the bat, Patrick. <laughs> he did. I got it. No, I got it. No, I got it. No one's got it. Um, so too, too many eyes, uh, in that, that scenario. So once, you know, Charlie gets back out there a little bit more, obviously you're, you're not, you're not going to see that happening, you know, quite as much. So that'll, that'll give some opportunity to, uh, have someone at DH Connor Joe can go over at first base, you know, try to get hot. Uh, Montero also, uh, I think he's done a solid job defensively at first base. So we might even see Montero over there, uh, at first base. Crone only has one more year left on his deal. Michael Tola is the guy waiting in the wings, but. Uh, he's still, you know, hasn't really figured it out. He hasn't picked up his, uh, his play there at double a. So, you know, not sure if Montero is really the first baseman of the future, but bottom line, he's definitely a guy that we're going to see in the lineup a lot more for the, you know, the, this final eight weeks or so of the season. Have you guys talked about the fact that he ran himself out of his first career RBI? No, we, we did not talk about it yet, but yeah. Tell us, did you talk to him about this after the no, fact? We, we did not get a chance to talk to Monty aka ellie but not to be confused with the other ellie elias diaz Mm -hmm. we figured that out also someone asked a question about chad i kind of thought he that the question might have been about smith it was actually about cool so we've got two ellies (laughs) we've got two chads on the team now we're figuring out no this team got too (laughs) broy got a couple ryans don't forget we've got we've got three ryans on the 40 man so uh, we're working on some things. We're working on some things, trying to figure it out. Uh, but, you know, with Montero, he, he just got a little too far out in first base. Uh, and and uh, sort of the back pick coming in from left field got him. And Daza should have been that seventh run, should have been the tacos there. The out was made on the base before Daza could cross home plate. So that was wiped away. Similar situation to McMahon, also getting thrown out on the base. Rounding second base there uh, early on. I think that was the third inning before the home run. And throw came in from Jury. Uh, everyone really in the, the Rockies dugout thought the throw was coming home. It didn't. Really good play. Uh, tur- uh, turning around and throwing to third base and, and getting McMahon there at third base. So you never want to make the first or third out at third base, but you're okay with that. The run still ended up scoring. And, uh, yeah, you know, a couple, couple gaffes there. But uh, it's nice when you can still win the ball game when you've got a couple intentional, unintentional errors, base running blunders. It's nice when you can beat a team that's uh, as good as the Padres are right now. 
Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they no one did more at the trade deadline than the Padres, so it's nice to get a win out of them. I have a question. I have a question regarding Kyle Freeland and Sam Hilliard's home run robbery because he, over here on the internet, we saw him mouthing some some words, some not safe for work words. Uh, did anyone ask him about that reaction after that play from Sam Hilliard? Uh, you know, we did ask, and it, it, yeah, he obviously, you know, he had nothing but glowing praise for Sam uh, in, in a big spot because Drury has been hot. First pitch, he hits a, a grand slam, first player ever in, his, in their Padres debut to do that. And so obviously had the hot bat. And so to, to pull that back and to keep the score 0-0 zero, zero at that point, keep in mind, it was, it was still low scoring. And so that was, a, that was a real critical play from that perspective, not only just pulling two runs off the board, but doing it in a, a tight 1-1 ball game at that point. So uh, that was really critical. And uh, as I mentioned, Sam said that was the best of his career. And you're going to need those kind of plays, you know, to, to win a ball game in a place like this. Uh, so, again, despite all the, all the miscues that they had, there were some really nice plays there. Yeah. Uh, a well-played ball, uh, I think it might have been off the bat of Soto, line drive to Crone, boom, steps on first base. You had a double play. So three uh, twin bills for the Rockies today. Uh, was was really nice overall. Nice, nice. Um, now I do want to ask Patrick on a personal note: What have you been getting into in San Diego? What restaurants have you eaten at? Where have you been hanging out? Where did you get coffee? Did you go to Connor Joe's personal cafe? <laughs> I did. I did not. No, I did learn a little bit more about his coffee routine. We'll have to. Uh, dive into that shortly enough because he ha he has a whole routine even on the road doesn't go to any coffee shops per se he's got a whole thing he is i mean i, I think uh it, it's no stretch to to basically call him a certified barista like he's he's an at-home barista kind of guy uh, even on the road even in his hotel room so that was impressive but no enjoying uh san diego i'll have two more hours here if if i'm lucky it will only be two more hours flight delayed so getting in 1 20 a.m at the airport we'll see what half the time i get home at what time i go uh, to bed at and susie um, you said you were going to pick him up from the airport as well right i had that um correct. it's gonna it's gonna take me a while because oh, i'm uh <laughs> all right i'll get him i'm, I'm, I'm on the other you side can, of the country but you can, you can pick still get up. back to denver before me yeah no a lot, a lot of good coffee a lot of my favorite places checked out a couple new spots um as well as some new locations from some of my my favorite companies achilles and coffee bird rock is a is a happening spot james coffee and dark horse so uh yeah every day just trying to, to get something new stop by the donut bar they've got crazy ass donut i mean they, they've got a donut that looks like a gigantic pop tart that has an actual pop tart inside of it on top of that what? they've got the homer donut which is just a gigantic version of what you see on the simpsons you know pink with the colorful sprinkles it looks uh, amazing. So uh, pick some of that up for the uh, the crew and the Rockies folks here uh, at the stadium today. So How enjoy generous of you. No California burrito yet. That's kind of my last stop before the airport. I got to oh get a California gosh. burrito or else I, I didn't do this right. No, I'm surprised it took you this long. Or is that like the big thing you're going to eat so you sleep on the plane? Oh, that, that could be. That, that could be the strategy. No, I, honestly, with there being five games in i was trying to do the math and, and essentially in three days right uh you you get to the you get to the ballpark at two thirty, three o'clock when the team's on the road so 
that was the story on Monday. And here we are now three days later on Thursday. So what's that math? 72 hours, five games in 72 hours. Don't Look, make you take what math. you can get on, on the go. But I did not get Subway. I'm throwing shade their way. There's, there's always time to not have Subway. I'll That's right. That. Yes. There's Who always got time Subway? to have Subway. People, uh, millions across the country. No, uh, I'm with get Patrick. Subway all the time. We were in Vegas where some of the best eating in the world can be done. And one out of Mario's pulled over, pulled the car over for Subway. No. I'm with Patrick. No. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. No. Oh, no. Oh, my God. There's apps for this. It's called Yelp. Just, just go on Yelp and you can find out stuff. It's amazing. There's ratings. It's 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 pretty simple. Oh oh, what do we have here? No team. Uh, the amount of teams that have been swept in two, three, four, and five game series in MLB history. Forty-eight total five game series sweeps. This is a good find, Yaya. Yo, um, uh, I'm sorry. It looks like Patty has just been outstatted. Yeah, yeah, Yaddy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Stepping it oh. up. I appreciate it. As I'm getting so close to my computer to look at these. I know. I know. I'm like <laughs> the oldest I've ever felt. I I've, never, I've never looked at old schedules necessarily to see what it was like when they would travel by train. Obviously, they weren't having like three game series and, you know, shifting all that much. I imagine their series were maybe almost similar to what the minor leagues have where, you know, there would be an off day. Actually, they probably didn't even get an off day, but there'd be an off day and you'd play in the same city five or six days in a row. Sunday would, would always be a, a doubleheader. And so, yeah, five games. Oh, no. Oh, no. He there he goes. Roll. There he goes. I think I know where he's going with this one. Um, yeah, series were probably way different back I, then. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for coming to our show. This was fun. Actually, I mean, this would be a good place to wrap up if we're going to lose Patrick. Um, yeah, what a shame. Because I really wanted to hear some more about whatever he was talking about. You, he was on a roll. but He oh, was on a roll. All right, Patrick, finish your thought. Bye, Patrick. Uh, Bye. I don't know. I was just talking goodbye. about how it used to be <laughs> back in the day. How it used to be back in the day. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, you know what? This is a great opportunity to just close out the show on Patrick waving and looking just like Forrest Gump. That's his look. That's his vibe. We oh, all know it. Way. Oh, no, he can hear me. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> all right, guys. He's Patrick Lyons at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. I'm Brendan Vote at Brendan Vote on Twitter. And I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Thanks for joining us. We will talk to you again soon. And as we say about show sign-offs, I will never figure one out. So we will talk to you soon. <laughs>